Hi, and welcome back or welcome to I Don't Care the Podcast. This is our first official episode of 2023. Oh my goodness, we made it. Happy New Year. I hope you all have your resolutions and that they're going strong so far. And I hope you maintain your resolutions until the goal is fulfilled or forever, if that is the goal. Um, this is also the first official episode where we are on a camera and my new MacBook. So I'm excited. I'm hoping the quality is better. It might not be because there are a ton of settings that I don't fucking know the meaning of, but I hope we are enjoying. I officially have a professional setup on as much as a budget as I humanly could muster up. Um, now the next thing is to actually create a nice setup because this, this is ugly. But whatever. And it's freezing down here. I wasn't going to wear this, but because it's so cold, I was like, you need two layers on. So my mom got me this for Christmas and it was actually something that I was like I don't like that and I don't like I wouldn't really leave the house with this but it is cozy and it is keeping me warm um I'm really excited to start this year off right with all of you um by this podcast episode I also don't um I don't have anything planned for this episode. It's going to be kind of a go with the flow. Let's see what comes out of Alexia's mouth this week. Um, and just, it's a roller coaster ride. So welcome everyone to I Don't Care 2023. We've got lots planned. I have some great guests that I hope I can, you know, manifest into the I don't care world and uh, we're just gonna have lots of fun this year I'm excited and I'm excited to see my future where it goes and to take you guys along with me on this ride um my I don't care of the week this week I think it's gonna be I don't care about eating because right now I am so hungry but we're gonna try and order food today actually for me right now is December 31st. So it's New Year's Eve over here in um, this Alexia's world. Uh, so we're pr planning to like order some food and just chill and play games after. So I don't know what I'm going to eat, but I'm hungry. And that is my I don't care of the week. It's just hunger. We all hate it. Oh, I've also been having these cravings lately of just cold. I just like cold. And it's never usually ice cream. It's not that I'm craving cold so ice cream will suffice. Like sometimes I'm craving cold and all I can think about is like a Slurpee. All I can think about is, I don't know, just cold. Like sometimes I don't even know what the cold is. My body is just like, you don't want anything hot. You want cold. I don't know what that's about, but that's been driving me insane because I can't eat cold. 
and it's not like I'm I'm craving food that could be heated up but not heated up instead. Like it's not that. It's just uh, cold. It's just cold. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's just that I want cold. You know? Um I think we're going to talk this week a little bit about, you know, how I feel, what I'm feeling. Um because Come the end of the year slash the beginning of the new year, people do a lot of reflecting. They reflect a lot on who they were the past year, what they've accomplished, what they've not accomplished, uh, who has been there for them, who's not been there for them. There's a lot of reflection that we do, you know, at this time of the year, the beginning slash the end of it that I felt like I would do some of this reflecting with you guys. I know last week we talked about my New Year's resolutions. And then a couple weeks ago, we talked about the things that I've done this year. But now we are going to turn it over and really, really focus on the emotional aspect of it. And um, that's the most important, I think. You can do so much in your life you can accomplish so much or you cannot accomplish what you wanted but it's how do those things make you feel what were you feeling in this moment that's what matters that's what's in that's what's important so um we're gonna kind of talk about support because we've if you've listened, you've heard me talk a lot about how I've not had enough of it, how there's like a fakeness around the support that I've been given. And I really want to focus and kind of just be honest about that without, you know, going into detail on who these people are. I don't have to, you know, say who these people are. I mean, if they listen, they'll know, I hope that it's them but it doesn't matter who it is what matters is that I talk about it and that you know if you're someone who can relate or if you are the person doing the things that I'm saying that they're um that a you stop and you reflect and you change or you don't feel alone and honestly it's just good for me it's something I've wanted to say and um I think this is the time to say it. So, yeah, my whole life, I've kind of known that I've wanted to be in the acting industry. Um, So, you know, I'm in middle school and I'm expressing my feelings on the career path I want to pick because when you're in school, that's like the number one question is, what do you want to do when you get out of school? And it's a really annoying question. I don't think anybody likes being asked that question. What are you going to do for the rest of your life? First of all, those things can change. You don't have to be stuck with one job for the rest of your life. You know, the people who are really rich and really successful, they're not confined to one job. They have multiple streams of income. They have side hustles they have multiple businesses because you can't find full fulfillment in just one thing 
um, you could come really close and I've come real and I am really close. Acting is my whole world. But I would be lying to you if I said that it's the only thing I'm passionate about. I'm really passionate about skincare as well. I'm passionate about um, self-care, finding confidence, finding what works for me. And I'm confident about this podcast. So, I mean, not confident. I'm Well, yes, I'm passionate about this podcast. So there's so many different streams in our in a human being that has passion written all over it I'm I lost where I was going with this my point is do what makes you happy but um since I was young I've been saying I want to be an actress I and you know I'd say I want to be a McDonald's window lady I want to be this I want to be that I want to be a singer I want to be a dance yeah but something stuck. Acting stuck with me. It is one of the strongest feelings I have is my passion for acting. And one thing that I like to make crystal clear to everyone is how passionate I am and how hard I am willing to work for that career. However, when people doubt you openly or not openly. It is very frustrating. Um, And when people constantly say things that are not supportive being, um, and it's, it's simple. It's not as easy. And I think this is what people get confused by is that so many people think that to be unsupportive you have to say stuff like you will not accomplish your dreams don't try yeah obviously that's a fucking form of it but this there's a subtle form of it as well which is and I've talked about this before but it's you know saying stuff like yeah I mean you should have a plan b or what if it doesn't go your way what are you gonna do after that How long are you going to do this acting thing? Those are all very much forms of being unsupportive. Whether you want to admit it or not, it is. And that's the other thing. The people who are being not supportive, they think they are supportive because they say stuff like that. Well, you're not. And it's not your decision to decide if what you're saying is supportive or not. It's mine and the way that I feel based on the things that you say. So, yes, there's a very specific way to say things and you can either say them in a supportive way, which is you're very strong. I can see you doing this career. It's going to be hard, but I know you can do it. I'm right here by your side no matter what happens. Wouldn't everyone love to hear that? I mean, I'm sure so many people do hear that from from family. It's not that hard to say and it's not hard to mean. That's the other thing. Is that after a long time of me putting up with Hearing these toxic forms of support, I say with air quotes because it's sarcastic, 
and bullshit after putting up with that for so long and it taking a very, very bad emotional effect on me. Like it is still to this day one of the hardest things that I've gone through is feeling no support from the people who should be supporting me the most. And I don't want to hear anyone say it's tough love. It's not. Tough love is still supporting someone. To not be supported, to not feel supported is awful. I can't even explain the feeling. It's just, it's awful. So after putting up with that for a really, really long time, I graduated high school and I still put up with it. But I graduated college and I decided I would no longer put up with that. So I had um, a conversation with one person who is at the top of the list for being someone who makes me very angry in their approach of everything around me. So this person apologizes to me for not being supportive. But I'm going to quote exactly what they said to me. They said, I'm sorry I wasn't supportive of you and your acting career, but it's because I didn't know you were going to go to school for it. So yes, this person said that as an apology. And they were like, going on you know, oh, I don't mean to be not supportive. It's just this career and da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, you're not making your case any better. You're not supporting me more by telling me that, you know, you thought I would be stupid enough to not go to school, get an education. Because middle school Alexia was like, I don't need to. Well, I grew up. You know, I don't know. So it's just that apology was just the worst thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And it's been months. Like, I think they said that in like the beginning of the summer. And it's been months and nothing after that. And what I said in return was that um, I needed space, rightfully so, because uh Because they're just toxic people in my life. Like, because of all of the things that I've heard over the years in my brain now around me surrounding that topic specifically, it's become a toxic environment. And so it has affected my mental health. They've affected my mental health, whether they want to believe it or not. They have. They've fucked it up. And um, words are hard when they're not the words you want to hear. And that is the other thing. Because I've been honest about um, not feeling supported, to my mom especially, you know, she's then maybe had conversations with the people I'm talking about to be like, hey, you know, she didn't like how you said this or she didn't like that you said this or this wasn't what you should have said or whatever that conversation was, that then they come back to me and they're like, but you know, we support you. And it's like, well, do you? No, you don't. Because nothing that you've said in the past 
would say that you do support me. But you coming here right now to tell me that, don't worry, we do, is only because you were caught. Is only because I know that you're not supportive. It's only because somebody told you to be nicer. So it's, it's not, it might be what I want to hear, but it's not genuine. And somebody told you to say it. So I don't want to hear it. Huh. And, um, and I've got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of that, of just the fake supportiveness. Oh, we support you. Don't worry. I believe in you. Like, no. Because you say, I believe in you, but. If ands or buts should not be a part of the question. Um, and then there's just. So that's one person. One person, you know, did that backhanded slap in the face apology where I'm like, what the fuck was that? Did that make your ego feel better? That you apologized? Please. And then the other person hasn't said a damn thing to me. Not an apology. Not questioning how I feel. Not nothing. Not a damn thing which is even more frustrating. And they could say, yeah, we've texted you. Yes, sure, you've texted me. And I don't respond, that's absolutely true. But it's never about this type of stuff. It's, hey, can you babysit? Hey, can you do this? Hey, how are you feeling? I don't want to have surface-level conversations. That's nothing. I I don't care to know how you're doing today or if you're around or not. I've done my part. I've said what I need to say. I've been honest. I've answered all the damn questions that I've been asked, attitude or not. The ball is in their court now. So if they want to see me more, and if they want to see me more in a better mood, that's not up to me. Because I've done my part. I've put in the work. It's not a 50-50 relationship right now. It's 100% Alexia's done stuff. Even though we were, you know, putting her down. She's done everything. And we still make her feel like we're better than her. That we're more intelligent, more talented, more well-off people. That we've got the world at our fingertips. Well, you don't. I'm a great person. It's unfortunate, though, because they don't get to see the greatness of Alexia because they've just, they don't deserve it. This is me being so honest, and it could bite me in the ass or not. I don't care. Because I've done my, my part. I've said my truth. And if they need to re-listen to it right now to remember, go off. But I, I'm, I don't have to answer the phone. I don't have to open the door, reply, be nice. I don't have to. I do that stuff because I'm a good human. But I don't have to. And if they do listen to this podcast and then they, they call me and I don't answer, I don't have to answer. It's not my obligation because, like I said, I did my part. I explained everything to the people who are willing to listen and willing to ask. I've tried to be open and honest to everyone about how I feel. 
but I can't control if you don't want to believe me. I can't control if you have to have examples in order to believe the pain that you guys have put me through. I don't have to, I shouldn't have to sit down here and be like, you don't support me and then have you be like, well, why? How have we not supported you? And then I have to list, list off, you know, examples or not be able to because we all, you know, forget everything in the moment of heat. And that's the other thing is I shouldn't have to explain to someone how they weren't supportive, how they've hurt me. You should know. And if you don't, I will explain because I have already in the past. And if you furthermore need explanation, then I will not be there to give that to you because that is time when, when you need to reflect and really focus on yourself and work on yourself. Ask around. See who else you've made feel that way because I know for a fact it's not just me. So that's the second person. The third person They've made me feel all these types of way. They've made me feel angry. They've made me feel crazy. But you know what? They've sat down with me. They've heard me out. Heard me out completely. They now understand how I felt when things were said. Why I felt the way that I felt. Why I feel the way that I feel now. And they took the time to listen. They took the time to actually sincerely apologize from the bottom of their hearts. Not for, you know, thinking I wasn't going to school, but for the way they made me feel. And uh, I'll tell you the way they made me feel. Because, like I said, I'm, I'm down to explain. I don't need people to guess the way I feel because they're just going to guess the wrong thing. So the way that I felt, and I've said this, it doesn't matter what career path I decided to pick. I could be a receptionist. It doesn't matter my choices. What matters is the conversations, the words, the things that they have said to me. Doesn't matter what career. I think that's another thing they think is, oh, you know, if you were a medical esthetician like you were going to do for skincare, then we wouldn't have these conversations. But even when I was pursuing medical aesthetics, I still didn't feel support. Even when I was pursuing becoming a freaking lash tech, I didn't feel supported. Because it's the words that matter, not the things, not the context. It's the words. So... First, that's important. Second, these two people in particular, they really have a way to genuinely make, like, belittle you. Now, I'm not saying it's their intentions. I don't know what their intentions are. But I do believe that their intentions are pure. However, the way they make me feel, and I'm not going to speak for other people, but I can only assume they make other people feel this way as well, is very less than is very, I mean, worthless, stupid. God, I can't tell you how much they made me feel not stupid, because I know I'm not. But they made me think so much that they think that I'm stupid. 
you get it? They they make me feel by things that they have said, like we thought you weren't going to school, stuff like that, whatever. That's just one example. Saying stuff like that makes someone feel like the person saying it thinks that I'm incompetent, thinks that I am so beyond stupid that I wouldn't have my best interest for myself. Like, like, they make me feel a lot of the time like I am so beyond stupid that I would just fuck up my entire life because of something that I want to do. It's as if, oh, Alexi wants to do acting, you know, she wants to, she wants to, you know, be happy. She doesn't really care about money, but, um, you know, I don't really care about money, but I have to. I don't do the job that I love to do because we do need money in this world to survive. I don't think you fully understand that. Saying stuff like that, that makes me feel like you think I'm stupid. Because my plan in life, let's be so crystal clear here. My plan in life is to be a successful actor. And successful for me is different than success for someone else. I'm not planning to be the most famous actress in the world. I'm not trying to take that from, you know, Angelina Jolie, Meryl Streep. I'm not trying to come for their careers. I'm trying to be someone who has work, who gets to work on set. I would love my dream to be on a TV show, be a lead on a TV show, a reoccurring guest star on a TV show. So success is different for everyone. And that's thing number one, is nobody ever asked me what my definition of success is, what my goals are in becoming an actress. It's just, oh, so you want to be famous. Well, let's see how that works out. Again, that's undermining me. Whether you want to admit it or not, that is what, you know, is happening when things like that are said is very 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 frustrating very annoying it's very annoying um and then you know it's so yes it makes me feel very stupid like they're belittling me and that's the other thing too is when people are like yeah well i wanted to do this with my career well I'm sorry you didn't have the balls to do it, but I am not planning to live my life wishing that I did do what I always wanted to do. You can do that. Let's see how that works out for you. I can I can live by your mistakes, which, you know, one person wanted to also be an actress but isn't. And they say all the time, you know, I wanted to do that, but it, <laughs> I didn't. Well, are you fully happy in the career that you are in right now? Or would you have been more happy had you followed your heart? I'm not having that. I wish I did this. I should have done that. What if I did that? That's not an option. I am doing it. I am brave enough to take the risks to be a happier person. That's as simple as it is. 
And um, I have this attitude saying it now because of everything that I've had to go through, because I've constantly had to prove myself, explain myself, answer questions that I do not need to answer. So I, I get angry and I am upset and I do feel frustrated talking about things that I love because I feel like I always have to defend myself when it comes to these types of conversations. I mean, how frustrating is that to talk about something that you love so much, but then certain audiences, being my family, make me feel like I have to constantly defend my decisions. Ugh, God, does that piss me off. It pisses me off so much. I shouldn't have to explain, you know, if someone in the family says, If someone in the family wants to switch their career to something, you know, good, it's not a bad career at all, it's a great career. But if someone wants to make that career change and it's, you know, one stable job to another, maybe a little less stable but still pretty stable, it's fully supported? Hmm. If... Somebody else in the family wants to pursue acting. It's fully supported. Hmm. So why is it that everybody else in the family has respect? But I don't. And yet I am expected to give everyone respect? No. I have a very hard time respecting everyone in my family because of these feelings that they have made me feel. I don't owe anyone anything. I don't owe anyone my time. I don't owe anyone my explanations. I don't care how bitchy that makes me feel. I am not saying these things because I woke up one morning and I was like, huh, you know what? People have to deserve my time. No. It's because they've put me through so much that they no longer deserve my time. You know who deserves my time? Everyone else. Because everyone else genuinely supports me. Except two people. I'm really only talking about two people right now. So when I say my family, I don't mean every single person in it. I'm, I'm very much talking about two people. The third one, like I said, she redeemed herself. They put in the work. Nobody else is putting in that damn work, which just makes it more frustrating because you now know the things that I feel. You now know my frustrations. You now know how you've made me feel and you've done nothing. And yet somebody else close to them has decided to pursue acting and they, they're backing them up fully. And that's fantastic. I don't want that person to feel the things that I feel. But I question why that person gets fully supported and I don't. I question that. And here's another thing. Is I've completely stopped talking about my career. I stopped answering questions unless it's something that I'm comfortable explaining and talking about. Because that is my prerogatory. Definitely meant to say prerogative and not prerogatory. Because I can do that. Because I'm an adult. 
and because I have feelings that I need to now protect. So I only answer questions that I'm okay with answering and I will absolutely lie if I need to. For example, one of um, my family members asked me if I had got any work or if anything has come out of my acting career yet and I said no. Straight up just no and I dropped the subject. Meanwhile, at that point in my life, I had just booked my first job, my acting job, and I was ready. This was like, what, two months ago? And um, I straight up lied because no one needs to know my business if I don't want to say. And yet, even though I didn't tell these two certain people, you know, that I booked a job, they figured it out because people talk in the family, which I know. And so I am very specific on who I tell anything to if I don't want certain people to hear. Um, so Christmas comes around and this is the first time I've seen these people in a while. And they ask me, so I heard you got a job. How was that? And I'm answering, but they're not listening to my answer. They're like on their phones or they're doing something else or it's a, uh-huh, oh, that's good. Why ask if you're not actually going to listen? It's so frustrating because that's the type of fake support that I'm talking about. That's the thing that's going to make them feel good. Ugh, I asked her. I asked her. I did the part. I asked. But did you listen? If I were to ask you what I said, would you be able to repeat it back to me? No, because you weren't listening because you don't care, which is fine. You don't need to care, but I also don't need people to pretend to care. So what frustrates me even more is that my brother, they are interested in what he's doing. They ask follow-up questions. They, They give actual advice. They do all these good things, you know. And, um... And then we're back to me. And because I've been so frustrated with how these conversations have gone in the past, like I said before, I really don't entertain them anymore. And so when they do ask questions, sometimes I don't like to answer. I especially don't like follow-up questions anymore. But had I had the same respect that everybody else gets given in the first place, maybe I wouldn't be so bitchy about it. Maybe I would actually enjoy talking about the thing that makes me the happiest on the planet. But because I have reservations and I feel like I now need to protect myself from the, yes, I'm going to use this word, the trauma that people have put me through emotionally, I no longer seem happy about my career in front of them because they don't deserve to see my happiness. They don't deserve to see my excitement. They don't deserve that. They lost that from not respecting me, from not giving me the true meaning of support or even half of that, from not willing to, for not being able to try harder, they lost my respect. They lost my time 
of day to talk about the thing that makes me the happiest on the planet, besides my dog, of course. So, you know, I am only being responsive to what has happened, what has been said to me. I did not start this. I did try to finish it. And I've gotten nothing, like I've said. So, my choices in life to keep people close or to um, let a relationship fall into the wind slowly or fast, these are my decisions. These are my decisions that I get to make. And if I say that I don't want to see someone often, I'm not saying it because I just don't like them or I just don't want to see them. I am saying that I need space from someone because they genuinely caused me so much mental pain that I cannot handle their presence. That just being around them frustrates me, whether I show it on my face or not. And I see the way that people might treat other people, and I realize that, huh, I might not be the only one who's experiencing these feelings from these people. It's very frustrating. I feel like that's the best word that encapsulates how I'm feeling. Because not only are they doing these things, but you can clearly tell that they don't realize the effect that the words they say have on people. They want the world to be kumbaya. They want me to answer all the questions that they ask me. They want me to answer my phone, to text them back, to respond to them. But what are they doing for me? What are they doing for me? Nothing. Just causing me anger, just causing me problems. So, this is my truth. These are the feelings that I feel around these two people in my family. And I've tried my best to explain it. Yes, I'm being more blunt in this episode, and I am saying it exactly how I feel, not thinking about any repercussions. But because I have the right to do that, because I have felt the things that they have made me feel since the beginning of middle school, even before that. So I can say what I want to say, and I have the right to say the things that I want to say to their face or not. And yes, to their face, I have said similar things to this, just much less rude, if that's what you want to say, much less honest. I say, you're not good for my mental health, so I need some time away. Or I say, the things that you guys have said to me, they've hurt me in ways that I can't describe. Which is true. I can't describe the things that they have made me feel the way I genuinely mean to, which is this, this, this ex- explanation is the honest truth. But let's be real. If I were to explain my feelings truly to them the way I have to you guys, 
you think that they're going to sit there and be like, oh, I understand now. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm going to try and work on that. No way. They're going to reflect, deflect, I mean. They're going to deflect it all on me. Well, that's not how I meant it. Maybe you should have heard me properly. Or, well, since you never, you know, talk about these things, how are we supposed to work it through? You know, it's not my fault. What I will say is it is my own fault that I continue to be hurt by the things that they've said, but it isn't as easy. I mean, it's not easy to throw away feelings. We all know that. And so what I'm working on is reversing the things that I've heard from them. What I'm working on is throwing that away and living truly in my own thoughts and opinions because my own thoughts for myself are very healing. They're very supportive and they're they're what I tell myself is exactly the things that I wish I heard from them. And I'm not telling myself these things because I haven't heard it before, but it's because I genuinely mean it. I genuinely know that I am going to be a successful actress. I genuinely know that I'm going to live a happy life following the career that I am put on this planet to follow. Because I believe in myself, because I know my worth, because I know I'm talented enough, because I know I work fucking hard. They don't. They don't know those things because they decide to be blinded by them or because they choose to not see it. I don't know. I mean, I just realized that what I said is the exact same thing because they just they want to be blinded by it or they choose to not see it. That's the same thing. But whatever. You guys know what I mean. So, yes, I have lots of pent up feelings on this topic because it is an ongoing thing. Because it's a thing that these people just want to ignore. It's a thing that my mom and my brother want to ignore. They don't want to... Nobody wants to actually hear me out because what I'm saying is too fucking honest. Because I don't tip-be-toe around everybody's feelings when I'm trying to explain my own. If they did this to me once, I totally understand. I would not be overreacting about it. But I'm not overreacting. I am reacting perfectly normally to somebody who has experienced the feelings of the people who should be there for you no matter what, not being there for me no matter what. And yes, they've done lots in my life. And yes, they've helped in really difficult times, which is what family should do. But what family doesn't have to do is back you up. That's sure. Nobody is forced to support people or back people up. And that's that's what I want. I don't want people to be forced to support me or to feel like they have to support me. But the fact that they don't the fact that they don't see they don't see how hard i work they don't see how great i really am when it comes to my acting career because i've at this point decided that i don't want them to see how much i work i'd rather them think that i do nothing than know all the things that i actually do you know why 
because that's me protecting my feelings because that is me stopping them from giving me unsolicited advice because that is me doing what I have been told to do by someone qualified, which is only get advice from people who you look up to, from people who you want to follow in their footsteps. And I'm going to be real. I don't want to follow the footsteps of anyone in my family. I am paving my own path. I am making my own road. I am going to do the things that I want to do because I believe in living in my own truth. Because I believe in doing the things that will make me happy no matter who is going to be there or not for me. That's what I've decided. And, you know, if these people are going to continue on the, the path that they are when it comes to me, then that's their loss. Because one day I will have an acceptance speech to say. And when I do my thank yous, they will not be in it. And when I say who's been there for me, I will make it a point to say that they haven't. Because nobody, and I mean nobody, can say that they are proud of me, that they believed in me, that they knew I would achieve my dreams. They don't have the right to say those things. Not now, not ever. Because they never, ever made me feel that that they did. They've never made me feel like I can accomplish my dreams. They've never made me feel like my dreams are worthy. They've never made me feel like I'm worthy. I make myself feel that way. I know I'm worthy. I know I'm talented. I know I can achieve my dreams. Because I've had to tell myself that. Not because they did any part of it. And I I choose to not tell anyone my accomplishments because I dread their answer, because I dread their lack of, they're going to be supportive in the wrong times is what I'm trying to say. Because when you book something, that's a big deal. And I'm so proud of myself for booking something. I'm so proud of myself for showing up, for doing a good job. The last thing I need is to tell them and to have them be like, oh, I'm so excited for you. I can't wait. I know you were, I knew you were always going to do this. It's happening. Where was that same energy when I told you in the first place? So to end this off, these people have hurt me and they, like I've said, they've done nothing in return to make me feel better. So I don't owe them anything. I don't owe them my time. I don't own them. I don't owe them anything. And if there are people who make you feel this way, you do not owe them anything. We need to stop this whole blood is everything because if they make you feel not good, why do you have to pretend? You don't have to. You don't have to. So... I am going into 2023 being honest, being open. I I really believe that there is nothing more that I could do for myself than be honest to everyone. And this is me doing that. And like I said, this podcast is my safe haven. This podcast is where I I can talk openly and honestly. And if it upsets people, 
they need to question themselves on why they're upset. Because I've only spoken my truth. I've only spoken the way that I feel. And if that upsets you, I don't know what to say. It's not my fault. So I'm going to close off this episode with me just being really excited for 2023. Um, It's going to be a great year personally and career-wise for me and for all of you. So I'm really excited and thank you for listening to my rant, my ramble. This is truly how I feel. And um, I needed it out there because I, I tell these things to myself all the time. I have this exact conversation with myself all the time. And uh, I just needed it in the universe so I can start to fully move on. And now that it is out of the in the universe, there really is no excuses for everyone else because I've told them and I've recorded it and posted it on here. And I've told other people in the family. So there's no excuses. None. Um, thank you all for listening. I hope you had a fantastic holiday break. And I cannot wait for next week. We are going to keep it fun and lighthearted. Thank you for tuning in. <sighs> Just take a breath with me. <sighs> Welcoming in 2023. Happy New Year, everyone. Enjoy. And um, that's a wrap.